Welcome, everyone. This is Two Peas in a Podcast. We're a podcast aimed at amateur gardeners who may be just starting out in their gardening career. I want a few tips to try and kill as few seedlings as possible. <laughs> so it's going to be talking about every kind of plant, our own experiences, and where, where we failed. We've, we've killed a few seedlings in our lifetime, <laughs> hopefully as well, talking to you guys and getting your opinion and you know, becoming better gardeners and growers, just learning as we go. Yeah, I guess we kind of want to bring people along with us as we're learning. There's a lot of podcasts out there which are fantastic. But they're also kind of they're kind of directed to people who know what they're doing with their plants, people who have a, like a deep understanding of gardening and plants. And we're just starting out. You've had a successful harvest last year, and I'm starting my first this year. And it's also directed to like the urban gardener for people who don't necessarily have lots of space and what they can do with that space to like maximize foliage. <laughs> Adam, tell me about your gardening history. Uh, I think my gardening stemmed from when I was at home and my mum my used to garden a lot. And I used to have like a little area of the garden where I used to grow my own stuff. When I had a garden here in, in our new place in London, it just gave me the area to kind of like start experimenting and growing stuff. So I started off with like one little strawberry plant. I've now got like 50 to 100 strawberry plants. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of like started from there, really. So so for you, it was kind of like the thrill of growing things you could eat? Yeah, I, I kind of like do the odd decorative. I do, you know, I grow uh, marigolds, which you can you can actually eat. But yeah, like if, if, you know, I can have stuff that can last the year, then it's quite good. A nice mix. For those of you who don't know, me and Adam are work colleagues, and I saw Adam scrolling through uh, seeds websites, like making little noises when he came across like a rare form of tomato. Yeah. And then you told me all about your seeds that you were buying, and that just got me really interested in it. You're the one who started it all. Oh, I've made an impact on someone's life. Yes. <laughs> you can die happy. Yeah. yeah, so we talk about plants, what we're like attempting to grow in our gardens, I've kind of gone for slightly more tricky and less useful plants, pineapples, uh, mangoes, all that kind of thing, which makes little sense for uh, the London climate. Yeah, your your background is quite, you know, fitting with the whole tropical uh, theme, growing theme that you, you go for. Yeah, I don't know why, but um, those things have interested me the most. Today, we're talking about the avocado. So avocado is massively popular at the moment. Everyone loves eating them. Um, but this is something I found out last year. They're actually really easy to grow in the UK. The word for avocado comes from the native Mexican word for avocado. It's a language called Nahuatl. It was spoken by the Aztecs. Um, can you guess what the word avocado means? Uh, give me a little bit of a clue. Uh, the avocado comes from a word which derives from a part of the human body. Ooh. And it's to do with its shape. Is it the bull sack? It is. <laughs> it's actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so in Nahuatl, uh, the word for avocado means testicle. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I've done some digging around on Reddit because I don't want to go around spouting 
nonsense. It seems like the word avocado in Nahuatl, it's it's more like a slang word, like you'd say balls instead of testicles. So it's not like an anatomical word. So yeah, the, the avocado is native to kind of Central America. Uh, and there's many types of avocado, but the one that we're used to eating is the Haas avocado. And that's the one that's kind of like dark green with bumps all over it. The first English name for the avocado was the alligator pear. Oh, I quite like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice name. It's to do with like the texture of it. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's pear shaped as well. So that's what I've learned about the avocado. Was that surprising? Uh, I, I find the name deriving from a bull sack. That is quite a surprising fact. <laughs> kind of yeah. does look like a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you can't really unsee it once it's been said. Yeah, and I guess like once it's when it's on a tray, do they come in in pairs or? As they one? do actually come in pairs. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it would so, look yeah. like. But like when I'm eating an avocado again, I don't. I think, uh, it's going to just you know go through my head every time I eat an avocado. Mmm, yummy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's the avocado. Shall we talk about our experiences growing them? Yeah, let's do it. If you have ever tried to cut open avocado, um, and I'm expecting that most people have, there's a giant stone in the middle, which can be the bane of any person looking to make a lovely smashed avocado on toast. It's quite hard to kind of shuck it out with your knife, but that pip can be grown really easily into an avocado plant. How have you done it, Adam? So my process is get the avocado, clean it all off a little bit, three toothpicks, stick them in the sides, and then drop it in some water. Like sometimes it can take a few weeks, but you'll get like a little sprout coming out the bottom. So like a little root. Mm-hmm. But that is my way of growing it. So you've got the um, the flat the flatter end of the pit suspended in water. Yeah. And that goes about halfway up the pit. And then the pointy end is sticking out into the air. Yes. And then you've got the three sticks. Yeah, so I tend to go about either halfway to, you know, three quarters of the way up the, the avocado. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like a lot of the time, you, you'll probably find seven or eight times out of ten, it won't, it won't crack or it won't open. Yeah. So you've got to do a lot of trial and error. Yeah, so I've had the same thing where, like, I've eaten a lot of avocados and stuck the pips on the windowsill in the same way that you have with the, with the flat end in the water. Out of maybe, like, 20 stones I tried last year, two only two um, cracked. And the cracking is a good sign for for whether you can be successful or not and as adam said this could happen in like the first couple of days or it could happen in like a couple of weeks i'd say that if it hasn't changed in appearance in two weeks your stone probably won't work so you just have to keep eating avocados unfortunately (laughs) so i had a weird thing happen so I, i do my own compost and we accidentally put an avocado nut in there like a uh, one of the pips. Clearly, <laughs> we don't know what the actual word for the centre of an avocado. We've yeah. got nut, pip, or stone. <laughs> Let's go with stone. Let's, Let's go, go with stone. stone. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. So the avocado stone was in the compost, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I got it out and found that. So it must have been in there for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. But the 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 pip, the outer kind of like casing, there's like the the stone has got the outer case that was all kind of removed, and the and the stone had actually cracked. So then I've oh, really? taken it now and putting it putting it into water. So it could be a case of like it do, it does take longer or it needs that damp yeah. dampness to kind of to start opening up. 
I guess in the wild, um, they just fall off the tree and then kind of nestle into the soil, wouldn't they? Yeah, you know, if it's got the if it's got water there, it's got the, so- the like damp soil. I think that's yeah. probably the the ideal you know, scenario for it to grow, and maybe even like heat. Yeah, going back to choosing your pip, which is clearly quite important. Stone, uh, stone, stone. That's it. <laughs> I'd um I'd eat as many avocados as possible. Maybe select ten stones, but not too many because there's like it can, they contain a lot of fat, but good fat. That, that too. Adam is like the healthiest man I know, so take advice from him. Do you know how many calories are in a typical avocado? I think it's around about three hundred and sixty calories. Oh. So if you if you got through twenty cal- if you got through twenty avocados within a few days, that is definitely achievable. I mean, yeah, it's achievable. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> and if you were making guacamole, like, oh man, I reckon that you could hit that in a few days. That's the way to go. <laughs> but everyone loves everyone loves guacamole, don't they? It's get through so much. Also, another tip I found is potentially don't go to the same source for your avocados. Um, I kept going to a supermarket for them and they weren't working for me so I went to a corner shop where some of like the, the avocados were a bit riper and then I also grabbed some Haas avocados but then also some Mexican avocados which are the ones which are like bright green and smooth mm-hmm. so yeah get as many get as much variety as possible and then you're more likely to get something that will crack for you so the green ones are the, the Haas no the uh, dark ones are Haas avocados I okay. believe um, this kind of rings a bell. Um, <clears throat> so talking about all this, there's a good Netflix documentary. Have you seen it about avocado? Oh, no, I of, haven't. It's more like a scandal. So it's like, you know, how local farmers within Mexico, they, they struggle with their own farms because the avocado is seen as kind of like the green, it's got like green money, basically, because they mm-hmm. can make so much money out of the avocado. They start using the local farmers' water to, to actually feed all the, the avocado farms. Yeah, and that in turn, like you know, the local farmers, they kind of like they can't grow their own crops, and then it's it's quite devastating for them. But this is why you should grow your own avocado. If yeah, you, exactly. If you can grow it at home, then you're not causing the effect over there. All you can eat a smorgasbord yeah. of avocados. <laughs> Although a little disclaimer: if you do successfully grow an avocado pip, you've got about ten years until they start fruiting. So it's oh, a really? long-term investment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay i'm gonna chuck this in the bin (laughs) (laughs) um okay so that's pips how long do we stones (laughs) (laughs) um so how long do we leave them in the water so i think i i've let left it before for like another good month i left it until there was like um, a little stem pot coming up but that is that is where I, i then went wrong because I then planted it straight away, and then it went mouldy and died. Mm-hmm. But then you, yours is more uh, successful, isn't it? Yeah, I left mine until the roots were quite long, uh, and the stem already had like a leaf on it. Did yours have a leaf? No, so my mine was just appearing from the from the avocado. <laughs> so oh, yeah, really, it was, was literally just coming out. Yeah, yeah. I, I ran out of patience. Yeah, you need to let them come up. And have a few leaves before you put them into soil. And you can actually leave them quite a long time. I like I left my first one for about half a year, which isn't really ideal, but it was like a proper plant by then. It was almost a foot tall. And the thing with like avocado pips is they, they grow really quickly. They kind of look like an umbrella with a really long, thin stem. So you can really put it into the soil whenever you like, but don't leave it too long because they will eventually become intolerant to that amount of water. 
Um, something weird about avocado plants is they have like a really tolerant like first few months where their roots are really strong and they kind of just grow. And then when you get to about yeah, eight months or so, they become really fussy. <laughs> so it's like a teenager, yeah? Yeah, basically. It gets to its teenagehood. It suddenly decides it doesn't want all that water and it wants a certain amount of light and humidity. <laughs> so I've actually lost my very first one, which is sad, but I'll show you. This is my first one. He's now oh. a stick because he had like 10 leaves and then they he just started dying and he had many reasons for dying. So, like, do you reckon that, that he's a goner? He's not going to come back? And I'm hope I'm hoping this um, will grow a leaf or two. I'm not. I haven't given up on him. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you guys can't see, but I'm holding up a stick to Adam with zero <laughs> things on it. But he looks quite a strong stick. Oh yeah, it's a really strong stick. Um, <laughs> strongest I've grown. Yeah. One thing I, I I have learned that is if you try if you try and grow the avocado over winter. What it will do is like overstretch. It will grow very tall, which isn't necessarily a good thing. Oh, so right. the one I've currently got going at the moment, he's quite short, but that's because he's getting enough light. So where do you keep good. it? Just in the in the on your windowsill, or if you want, they'd be good for a bathroom because they actually really like humidity. Oh, okay. So if you put him on a sunny like bathroom <clears throat> window ledge, that'd be perfect because the shower water will keep it feeling really healthy. Also about transplanting to soil, when you're ready to do that. I was scared that I was going to overwater it in the soil, but you need to give it a, a chance to climatize from going from, from water to soil. You have to keep it quite quite well watered at the beginning, make sure the soil doesn't go dry, but then keep it in a well-draining pot so it doesn't get wet feet. Apparently avocados, they really hate it when they're sitting in water. So you want to keep the soil damp, but you don't want to have like a, a slushy kind of bottom. You want to have it draining out. So yeah, just watch out for that. One thing I've found is that they're actually really communicative, which is good. Like if you're keeping it well, um, as soon as it needs a bit of water, it will drop um, and go look like a closed umbrella. But then you'll just give it a little top up and it will just respond straight away, which is really nice, mm. um, which actually makes it a really good like first house plant to have if you're going to try and grow something because it kind of shows you how to like listen to the plant a bit. A sign, a sign that you're underwatering it will be uh browning from the tip of the leaf um if it's browning from any other point it's probably something else yeah i find like I, i've had it like a coffee plant in the past and we've put it into a pot which is from like ikea but it hasn't had any had any uh, drainage holes mm-hmm. so you you end up watering it quite a bit and then you know you see you see the leaves go brown you know you keep on watering it then because you're thinking oh, okay well it needs more yeah. water but instead yeah. because it's just getting like a bog in there because the water has nowhere to drain so I think it's more beneficial for it. You need to make sure that even if it's sitting in like a saucer or like a pot as well, like, the, you know, the plant pot is sitting within like a little saucer. Yeah. If there's a way for the water to drain out, that's going to help the plant a lot with growing. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think I fell like a victim to kind of just putting a plant in any pot I had. I soon found out that, like, yeah, it become a swamp at the bottom, <laughs> and it was not happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that kind of like starts attracting flies and stuff as well, and it's it's really not good. Little black flies which kind of live in the soil. Yeah. Has that helped? Uh, yeah. Do you think? Do you think you'll? Yeah, like if if this avocado takes. Um, I reckon I could probably get it to the stage that you've got. Fingers crossed. Yeah. It really doesn't take long, which is fun. But, you know, like that on your coffee table, I reckon that's quite a nice little plant. Like even if you, if you, even if you didn't get anything from it, 
it's it's yeah. just nice isn't it it's nice to keep um and then you anyone who hasn't seen one before it's quite uh nice to have the pip or stone um <laughs> above the soil so you, people can see it and be like oh that's an avocado stone uh, yeah quite I, like I, that. I, I, I didn't know you could grow them you can obviously submerge it under soil but yeah i've just left it um sitting on top so I guess like the next stage, because I, I, I remember the roots on my one, it was quite long. So I reckon like if you was to repot that into a bigger pot, it would give it more room and you could, like maybe it would shoot up a little bit more. Yeah, the, the roots are quite like um, active. They yeah. like, they grow really long and really fast. So yeah, it could need a really big pot. I've got two more facts about it, which could be helpful. Hit me up, Ben. Here we go. <laughs> If you're growing it in the water, one thing you'll notice sometimes is like it grows kind of fluffy white, spongy looking things on the roots. And I was nervous that that was uh, some kind of disease. But then I looked it up and most avocados work alongside, I think it was a fungus, but it's a symbiotic relationship where the fungus lives on the root. And because it's this fluffy white structure, it helps the avocado absorb more water. Wow. And as a result, it gets to live on the root. Who wouldn't want to live on an avocado root? And harm, harmonious, is that the right word? Harmonious. Harmonious, yes. Harmonious relationship. Yeah, which is which is really cool. Yeah. And then the other thing I was going to mention was branching. If you don't want uh, an avocado, which is just basically a straight stick with an umbrella at top, apparently, and I didn't do this my first time and then suffered with a really long avocado, once it's got its first layer of leaves and you can see on top that more shoots are coming through if you just pinch it off where the shoots would come through it will encourage it to start branching out and it'll look more like a, a kind of bushy tree rather than just a, a mm. stick which is something most people do and it makes it look really nice cool very cool so yeah i guess you get you get less height and you're just kind of like yeah you get more of a canopy yeah that's nice so that's everything i've learned and yeah, don't get me wrong. I have lost a lot of pips and a lot of um, friends along the way. <laughs> I've got three avocados lined up. So these will hopefully, well, one of them will become an avocado tray. You'll never know. Yeah, it'd be great to know how people do. Yeah. And if anyone has any tips which lead to more successful plants, uh, that'd be great to hear as well. Yeah, maybe our technique isn't the right technique. Yeah, I mean, almost definitely there's someone out there who's had way more success than us. Yeah. So it'd be good to hear from them. But yeah, go go forth and eat avocados and put them in pots and see if they grow. Yeah. Out of interest, Adam, what is your favourite way of eating an avocado? My favourite way of eating an avocado is on a piece of bread, a piece of toast. So toast, avocado, smoked salmon or smoked bacon. Poached egg, and then chili flakes on top with honey. Oh, if you have that for breakfast, it is insane. That sounds amazing. Yeah, try it with the honey as well. Yeah, you've got to have the honey. You have the honey, the chili, and then the avocado. The smooth, the, the creaminess of the avocado and the poached egg. You know, make sure the poached oh. egg is like medium cooked, so it kind of spews and oh, so good. Wow, that's amazing. Should we should meet up for? avocado on toast after the coronavirus is all over yeah i'm up for that yeah so next week what shall we do this has kind of been like my week to talk about a plant uh i think we should do one for you yeah so i think my my best growing plant is the strawberry 
So that is going to be the, my plant of choice, strawberry. <laughs> Just in time for Wimbledon, which isn't happening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's uh, such a shame? You never know. There might be too, like, there might be there, there might be more strawberries available. Yeah. So who knows? They might be cheaper in the in the shop. So. Just have to eat them and cry. <laughs> and play tennis at the same time. <laughs> yeah, have to play our own tennis. Well, this has been great. We've been two peas in a podcast. This has been our first episode, and please be gentle with us. We're still working a lot out. Also, we now have a Instagram handle, uh, two peas underscore podcast. You can check out uh, tips and tricks relating to each week. And finally, I'd like to thank Joe Reed, my friend who's put together the music uh, for this podcast. He did it in a matter of days, and it's absolutely amazing. But we'll be back next week with strawberries from Adam's gut. Hey, thanks for listening to us. Bye-bye.